You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skill. Expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here, founder and CEO of EXP Realty. And uh, today on our Expansion podcast, we're going to talk to another icon agent uh, from EXP in uh, from Boise, Idaho, uh, Molly Arnott. She um, actually made a transition a couple of years ago. Kind of an interesting story around that uh, into uh, over to Boise. But uh, Molly, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Glenn. Thanks so much for having me. So you've been uh, you've been doing this thing called real estate uh, a, a little while. Um, maybe you can just what's your what's your background? How did you get into real estate? Yeah, so I've been licensed for a little over five years. Um, I started my career in California. I was uh, born and raised in the Bay Area. And so I was actually in Sonoma County when I got my license and was there for the first couple of years. Um, But I've been in real estate for, I'd say, more like 15 years. Um, My husband and I bought our first condo back in 2008, just as uh, the market was doing that thing. And uh, really just kind of stumbled my way through figuring out real estate investing first and foremost. Um, And yeah, we spent about a decade doing that, not really know what we were doing, fixing up places. We did the live and flip thing. Um, And, and yeah, we just kind of found our way through it in that way. Everybody in our family thought we were crazy. And I just really dug the whole real estate investing world. And then finally in 2018, I decided, I discovered bigger pockets and um, found my way into deciding to become a licensed real estate agent and make that my full-time gig. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Did you, did you ever run across, uh, um, is it Joshua Dorkin? Is that the, the mm-hmm. gentleman's name? Um, I, I met him a number of years ago and obviously did, he did great. Yeah. Built, built a quite a crazy business of his own. So. Yes, he is a, a very successful man. I mean, he, he's the OG of bigger pockets and I definitely learned a ton from him or in those early days. I only wish I had found him and and all the information that he shares with the world earlier you know oh, oh yeah for sure now you you were you started as an agent in the bay area um mm-hmm. i i assume that was a, a a great market high dollar prices obviously and 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 other things so um you and then you went from there to boise idaho how is the difference between the the, the markets and you know why the shift yeah, I mean, it's it's a very different market in so many ways. Um, I mean, just speaking from the experience of being a licensed agent and what it's like to uh, run a business in a place that you're from, you know, I, I had deep roots in, in the Bay Area. I've got family and friends and, um, you know, my marketing strategies, my my business side of things was very different there because I had a network. My sphere was already existing. I just needed to tap it. Um, and so that was that was great. It had all of its own benefits starting there. Um, you know, my family and I decided to relocate to the Boise, Idaho, Idaho area in the summer of 2020. And I had to relearn the business. I mean, I'd only been in, two, in it two years, but I feel like I was kind of getting the hang of it. You know, I, I was figuring out how to work my sphere and do my social media stuff. And um, yeah, it was it was good. But um, I had to start over here and had to really treat it like a business. It wasn't just you know, reaching out and making sure that my family and friends knew that they should use me. I had to really um, come up with lead sources and I had to um, just really 
tap into that business in a much deeper way. Um, and it was great. I mean, my business more than doubled that first year. And it's been a really amazing experience to to treat my business like a business rather than kind of a side hobby that makes me decent money, you know? Oh, for sure. So you have a motto. I think it's, I was made for this. What, is, what does that mean um, yeah. in your real estate business? Yeah, well, you know, I think it's easy for any agent to have imposter syndrome <laughs> in this business because there's always right. somebody who's doing something so much bigger and so much greater in this business. And, um, you know, I, I regularly um, kind of, I don't know, uh, downgrade my investing experience and, you know, the wealth of knowledge that I do have in that space. Um, and so I, I have to kind of remind myself that I was made for this. Like I've, I've been in this for so long. Like I know, I know my stuff. And uh, so that motto has kind of carried me through when I get those little peaks of insecurity or, you know, not sure what I'm up to or who I'm talking to. I'll be like, I'm made for this. And that, that helps carry me from step to step. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So it's kind of an internal mantra that just kind of mm -hmm. re recenters you uh, in, in the, in the business. Yeah. So now, um, now you've been with a couple other brokerages before EXP, obviously. So you've had some experience. What was yep. it about EXP that uh, attracted you? And was it, where did you join EXP? I assume it was in, uh, in Boise, but uh, yeah, not, not sure. Yeah. So the, the story on that is that um, when I got my license in California, um, you know, I, I actually had a six month old baby when I first got my license. And so um, every moment spent away from home was precious. You know, I, I had a little one that I wanted to be home with. Um, I also had two older children. So I had a busy household and um, and I needed to bring an income and support my family. And so I um, was very intimidated by the team situations, the, the different brokerages and the splits. Um, and so I ended up with a boutique brokerage. It was just me and a broker and one other agent. And so I kind of got um, a two for one. I got the the mentor and the um, the broker in one. And that was really, really great for that first year of my business. I was very, very grateful to be in that situation. Um, but very quickly, I felt like I was outgrowing her. She was, you know, um, focused on that just kind of old school, tap your your um, sphere and not really anything more. And so I just kind of started looking outside of, you know, like what what are, what other systems are out there? What kind of new age, you know, um, technology is being used in real estate? And I knew that I needed to be somewhere looking in that direction. And I happened to meet an agent in a transaction um, who was an EXP agent. And so he invited me to sit down and he showed me the model. And um, I was I was very inspired by it. That was back in California. Um, but at that point in time, you know how relationships are. This is a relationship business. I felt pretty loyal to my um, broker and I just wasn't quite ready to make the change. Then 2020 happened <laughs> and then we decided we were going to be moving to Idaho. And so one of the first things I did when we were moving out to Idaho is I, I started researching agents out there. I started looking in the investor space and I stumbled across Jonna Weber, who I'm sure you, you met Jonna a few times. Um, she's a great real estate agent out here with EXP Realty and um, and she's very active in the, in the real estate investor space. And so it was just like kind of a stroke of luck that I happened to meet her before I'd actually ever moved out here. And so she and I got to chatting. And so one of the first things I did when we moved out here was I sat down and had um, coffee with her. And then I very quickly signed up. And um, for agents that are going to be licensed in two states, it is just an absolute no brainer as if EXP doesn't offer enough 
um, you know, technology support and enough, you know, benefits to being with the XP, um, the way that they allow us to be licensed in two states and have your cap work on both states. It's just, it makes too much sense. And uh, yeah, that was a really good gig, especially that first year when I was um, still selling in California while also starting to sell in Idaho. And I was kind of, you know, doing both things. It was, it was a really great, great gig. Awesome. Now, are you still selling in, in California? I actually let go of my license last year. I, um, I, I mean, gosh, I did a sale this year, but it's now on a referral basis. Um, I figured out pretty quickly in that first year, I was not enjoying going back. Um, I just really wanted to be here and, um, and I love my life here in Boise. And so it just didn't make sense to keep doing that. And I basically worked with an agent and kind of developed a relationship out there that, you know, uh, we do, a, I have a great split with her when I refer her clients and I, I still, you know, work very much hand in hand with helping her because she's kind of a newer agent, um, in the negotiations and yeah, just building those relationships with our clients. Oh, awesome. So now, um, now, what are you like? You moved to a new city, um, Boise, Idaho. Um, yep. How did you get your business going? Obviously, you've been an icon a couple years in a row. Um, mm -hmm. So, how is how did you start getting your business in the door, moving to Boise, um, yeah. and then how, how have you sort of you know continued to build that business? Yeah, I definitely utilize social media. I know that's kind of what everybody says these days. Um, but my very clever husband <laughs> um, decided, I think we had been we had been living here, gosh, I think it was like maybe a month when he created a Facebook group called California to Idaho. And it was a Facebook group for Californians moving to Idaho. And, um, and so I started utilizing Facebook groups all around the relocation. So I was using other people's groups for relocation as well as my own inviting people to my own, um, and just really grabbing that relocation movement and, um, you know, latching onto it because that was going to be my lead source. It was something I could relate to. I had just been through it myself and I knew what things I needed that I didn't get from the agent that helped us buy our first place here. Um, you know, there's just so much to learn. And I personally run my business very, you know, strongly in the relationship space. And I want to help people not just buy a house, but like not the like cheesy motto, like would well, help you buy home. But, you know, uh, like I genuinely am like, I want to help you get integrated into your new community. You know, I like getting to know people and be like, you know what, I think these areas are going to be a really good fit given your kids, you know, what schools you're looking at or what sports your kids play or, you know, just really understanding who they are and helping them get rooted, like introducing them to new friends, like, like really genuinely getting them connected so that when they arrive here, they feel like they're, they're just hitting the ground running. And so that had became my niche. And so I just really, I, I still to this day spend a lot of time on my Facebook groups. I now have seven Facebook groups. <laughs> um, okay. and, yeah. And there's, I have a whole team that helps support me in running those groups, but um, yeah, those, those Facebook groups are a, an incredible lead source. Um, and they're, you know, technically free now at the point I'm paying people to help me run them, but, uh, you know, they're not like the traditional lead source that you're paying off Zillow or one of those other, you know, big names. Um, but that's been, that's been my, my main source of leads other than continuing to just, you know, lean into my sphere as my sphere grew and, and making an effort to grow a sphere in a new location, you know, like making those opportunities turn into something, you know, by being on the kids soccer teams and, you know, just deeply getting involved in everything that I can. 
Oh, excellent. So now, um, so would you say Facebook or I, I know you're also big, uh, I think, uh, at least you have an Instagram. Yeah. Channel. What, where, where's your, which is your biggest uh, uh, lead gen source? Is it face, the Facebook groups or is it Instagram yeah. or a little bit of both or crossover? Or? I mean, I've got, I've, I get a little bit of business from Instagram and I definitely put effort into Instagram because, you know, that's, that's the new age world, but Facebook continuously is where I get my lead source from. Um, and it is always Facebook groups. Um, that just seems to be such an easy niche um, where people are already going and looking for community. They're already looking to tap into their networks and their spheres. Um, and it's just a great place to be. You know, I, I develop relationships anywhere and everywhere I can on Facebook. Um, and I've made many wonderful friends and, um, you know, I think it's been said a few times that whoever has the most friends does the most business <laughs> and yep. it just feels true for me. I just, I, I make a, a conscious effort to always be developing relationships in local mom groups in our local, you know, we've got small towns out here, you know, in those community pages, just being a resource for people. Anytime they need something, I'm there and available to provide them that, that resource. Um, and then of course my own personal um, pages, I will sometimes you know, invite people to my page from other people's pages. So they'll be, or sorry, not page, um, group. So if I'm in somebody else's group and they're asking a lot of questions about relocation, about schools, I'll say, hey, go ahead and jump into my group. You know, we talk about this a ton in that group. There's a, a bunch of information on it. There's other parents who've done a ton of research about those schools um, or whatever the topic is. And that is usually a really great um, way to continue growing the group, but also continue building that relationship. Awesome. Now, um, what, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, um, you know, obviously you've got your leads coming in from your social, uh, what, what do you, do you have a favorite CRM or do you think about Facebook as being your CRM? Like, do, how do you, how do you think about that given your, your, your yeah. significant social presence? I can't tell you how much I wish Facebook would allow an API for Facebook Messenger. Like, I can't even say that enough because it makes me crazy that I can't organize my Facebook messages and, um, you know, be able to track them in any great way that is right there in the system. So I do use KV Core, um, you know, which is obviously our preferred um, CRM through uh, EXP Realty. I think it's great. I've used it for so many different things. I mean, the squeeze pages, I still use quite a bit on social. Um, and yeah, I still, I definitely use KV Core. It's a big part of our, our team and our systems. Um, but I also am still a notebook girl. <laughs> and I write down right. when I start a new conversation with somebody on Facebook Messenger um, through one of my groups, I make sure to jot them down on my, you know, lists of uh, uh, like my ABC list. I don't know if anybody... Anybody, everyone has their own systems, right? But um, I definitely follow kind of more of a ninja selling style. And uh, I have my, you know, my hot list and my warm list. And so they get onto those um, warm lists and I make sure that I keep following up with them that way um, so that I, I don't miss anybody. Okay, awesome. Now, um, I'm just, by, by the way, I'm, I'm, uh, I haven't done the automation, so I'm not sure, but I, I could have swore that Facebook does allow for some sort of, uh, and maybe it's Facebook pages versus personal. I'm not sure, but that might be it. Seems, I think that must be it. If you're using your personal page, mm -hmm. um, you may not have some of that. That, but I know that uh, if you do have business pages, I think you can 
API that into things like Salesforce and maybe even KV Core. I'm not sure. Yeah, I should check that. I do know that somebody I've I've been suggested in the past to use your business page because you get more options with that. But the problem is your business page isn't so personal, you know, and when you're messaging somebody to talk to them about, you know, moving their family and a lot of times what they're looking for is, you know, information about neighborhoods or information about, you know, kids sports or whatever it is. It's like, you know, you don't necessarily want to be interacting with a business. You want to be interacting with a person, a mom, a, you know, somebody who's connected to their community. And so I've struggled with that because I really feel like I should be using my personal page and being a personal person in that world. Now, now was there, uh, you know, I, I think, wasn't there a, isn't Facebook making a change on how properties can be promoted on Facebook? Do, do you, you mean like a, like a, for the ads? Well, I, I was thinking that Facebook had sort of changed their policy and maybe it was for sometime next year it kicks in where they're not allowing the promotion of real estate listings via yeah. Facebook's. So I, I haven't heard I, that. I, that would be wild. Okay. Yeah, it was like, and and I wasn't sure if that one. I don't know that it's super practical, but um, but it was something that I know is going to affect people, sort of at least uh, on the promotion side. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But it doesn't sound like it's impacted you yet. So maybe it's not. Well, a real thing. yeah, I don't. I don't really don't do a lot of the promotion side of things. I mean, I have run Facebook ads in the past, um, and that's that's all fine and dandy i we've gotten leads that way i just find that the leads i get off of my facebook groups by just you know building relationships posting polls posting articles asking questions um that the relationships i build that way are much more fruitful and convert quicker and cheaper <laughs> okay awesome um and then uh you are it does sound like you're also using kv core a bit Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. KV Core is how we like distribute our newsletter and we have, you know, systems in place there to make sure we keep in touch with our um, existing sphere and past clients. Um, yeah, KV Core is great. Oh, excellent. So if there was one piece of advice that you could give to EXP agents, what would it be? Oh, man, only one. <laughs> well, um, let, let's make it two. Yeah, I'm like... For sure, um, I'm very goal oriented. I think it's really important to um, to map out what you're up to. I think you know, just kind of flying by the seat of your pants is it's fine maybe when you're first getting going, but um, I I have found so much value for myself and my business by putting goals out there, like setting something out in the future. Maybe that's a five year goal, a ten year goal. I have personally, I like to work five years, three years, and one year goals. And so I, I put things out there that I really want for my life and for my family and for my business five years out. And then I have to track backwards. Okay, if I'm going to live in that type of house or I'm going to be able to vacation in those type of places three times a year, you know, what do I need to be doing at the three-year mark? What do I need to be doing at the one-year mark? And then I even work it backwards of, okay, what does each month look like? need to look like? What does every day need to look like that is going to give me the things I'm going to do today that are going to build up to the the goals that I have set for myself. Um, and I definitely didn't do that enough my first couple of years in the business. Um, I was just kind of going for it. And I think once you start setting goals, it, it really gives you the path. You know, you can start to really look at your day-to-day -day, um, activities and make sure that they're aligning with, with the kind of person who's going to get those five-year goals. 
So that'd be my, my biggest awesome. piece of advice is just to start setting goals and start working them backwards and figuring out how to achieve those. Did, did you um, uh, did you ever read uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? I haven't read that book. You're like the fifth person just in the last couple of weeks that says I need to read the bu that book. So I'm like, okay, that's on my list. Well, I think it, I think it really aligns with uh, with just just the, your goal setting plan. It, uh, you know, the um, uh, the first axiom is I think uh, be proactive, um, and the second one is begin with the end in mind. If you don't, it basically is, if you don't know where you're going, it doesn't really matter what you do. But right. if you know where you're going, it makes it a lot easier to make the choices necessary to sort of be in that direction. So totally, I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't be more aligned with that. And I just think everybody needs to take the time to slow down and put in the effort to do that. Awesome. Well, Molly, this has been uh, great, you know, having this conversation, obviously some great clues. I love the, 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 the Facebook group stuff and how you're really working with that. And uh, I assume that if people start to follow you on social, they'll sort of see a little bit of that and get some clues yeah. from that. Absolutely. Um, and then and then you're also on Instagram at uh, at Molly Arnott Realtor, A-R-N-O-T-T -T, Realtor. Yep. Um, and then your website is uh, xorealestate.com. So that, uh, uh, I think that's, uh, that's all correct. Yes, that sounds great. Awesome. Well, good stuff. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. And hopefully you got some great stuff out of this today. Uh, I really enjoyed our conversation, Molly. And uh, everybody, uh, until next time, take care. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.